Oh, you're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. And uh, you sound so tired. <laughs> I am a little bit. I, um, I've had two cups of coffee today and then I had a sip of wine and my mind is like, oh, it, it's done. Like we're, we're time to be done now. <laughs> Um, oh, it's time to go to bed now, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, that's funny. You're so sweaty and uncomfortable and you're drinking wine. It's time to go to bed. That's how it is every night. <laughs> it's definitely time for bed <laughs> when you're sweaty and half drunk. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. My, oh, my God. I told my mom <laughs> that it was really hot in the house last night because, you know, our air conditioner was apparently broken. We didn't know. Mm hmm. And she's like, oh, just open the windows. It's cool outside. You'll be fine. And I was like, uh, too late. I'm naked on my bed in, the, in my room and I'm not putting any more clothes on. <laughs> and I'm not... <laughs> not getting up. <laughs> not moving. <laughs> and, and she sent me a Jennifer Lawrence gif of like a creeped out face. And I was just like, that girl would agree with me. Don't use her yeah, against she me. she absolutely would. <laughs> J-Law would be on board. <laughs> I'm also half She'd naked like, right Yes, now. girl. Yes. Here's a beer. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, guys, it's literally so hot. I'm half naked. I don't even have a bra on. It's a fun time over here. And I think that this conclusively proves that tr- what Trump said is wrong, which was that once it warms up, the virus will go away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking falsehood, is what that was. Yeah, that's bullshit, is what that is. So, anyway, I'm not complaining. Um, no. Still really enjoying my little staycation, but... Um, me too, and so it might um, go on into the fall for me, because um, I know that there are a lot of colleges that aren't going to be having fall in-person classes, they're just going to do online because oh man really yeah because this could very much spike again in the fall true so there's no point to. they just don't know well you don't know though that's the thing it could it could not Mm -hmm. we just don't know because this is a whole new thing yeah so there's just a lot of crazy misinformation out there so you guys make sure you're still just i hope you guys are still just getting your information from the cdc we cannot trust our president (laughs) um so listen to the listen to the experts Listen to the CDC. Um, perk up your day with John Oliver on Sundays. Yes. Um, his at-home episodes are just as excellent and hilarious as his in-studio ones. Oh, my God. Um, the one on OAN. I'd never even heard yes. of that network. I didn't know Me that neither. there could possibly be a network worse than Fox News. And I was proven wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. terrible. Do you know yeah, how really shitty of a state we are in when we actually agree with Fox, Fox News about uh-huh. shit about our president? That's not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's really not. But we're all aware of that. So let's talk about how we're coping this week because yes. I'm going to implode like a star. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please tell us. Please tell us. Okay, so um, my, the snow puddle is getting bigger on my cross stitch. Um, I forgot to post a picture. I'll post a picture today. Um, I will probably forget, though, and forgive me, you guys. I pregnancy brain. Um, I've also been powering back through uh, True Blood. <laughs> huh? 
nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Which actually, by the way, it's free on Prime Video. It's not even, you don't even have to have HBO oh. to watch all of True Blood. It's just free on Prime. Okay. So I'm not even using my HBO subscription for that. <laughs> I didn't know that. But um, a friend of mine was doing it and um, she she sent me a Snapchat and about it. And I was like, oh, you know, I've been thinking about rewatching True Blood lately because we never finished it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we got I got bored somewhere around season four. Well, I didn't get bored. I got mad because the person she was with is my favorite and they broke up. So I was like, well, I'm done. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm not stomaching this weirdness anymore. <laughs> and, um, but I'm going to just go ahead and say this real fast. And I know that you haven't seen it. So I know you can't argue with me. Alexander Skarsgård is a treasure. Mm-hmm. And he is the best thing about that fucking show. Like, literally, I feel like they put him in more. Oh, like, I feel like they put him... The more I watch it, the more I feel like they just put him in more and more and more. (laughs) Because he makes everybody's acting ability just go up. (laughs) Like, he elevates the whole show. He's so good. Oh, I bet. He's so, so good. I don't doubt that one bit. And I think the trick is that... There's so many people that overplay the vampire thing. Especially Mm -hmm. the southern accent in that show. Uh Uh-huh. And it's just very, it's way too interview with a vampire, <laughs> like way too over the top, which I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a gem of a movie. But if when, when there's so many people and they're, they're overdoing this Louisiana accent, you're just like, okay, shut up, <laughs> like with their fangs out and stuff. And you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> your shirt is unbuttoned to your fucking navel and you have a ponytail and you're doing this accent with fangs. Like, it's too much. And then Alexander Skarsgård comes in as Eric, and he's just so still uh-huh. and subtle and dry. And it's just awesome. Nice. He's fantastic. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's getting me through it. And I laughed. So, I've just so many of the, so much of the humor is is all him like he's just his reactions to things like just oh just for an example like there's this there's this whole part and i'm sure everyone who's watched it will remember this part but there's a part where bill who's the main love interest of uh anna packin's character um sookie mm-hmm. he he stakes a vampire and he like explodes and melts in this big torrent of blood like a big blood bomb right in the middle of this bar and he goes everywhere it's disgusting (laughs) and there's like two humans there then one of them is like brain fried beyond belief so she's just like sitting there in shock just screaming in the background and Sookie's like just like oh my god like I'm covered in blood and she's just like and Eric just looks at his uh his his friend and just goes humans (laughs) honestly Bill I don't know what you see in them (laughs) just completely deadpan and it's so funny (laughs) Just oh, that's awesome. Nothing. It's his whole ex. His whole reaction is nothing. And it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking brilliant. Oh, I just love him so much. And there's so many other subtle nuances that he does that I'm just like, God, you're amazing. I remember why I watched this show now, because I wanted to see you more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering all the reasons I fell in love with him. Oh, oh, God, he's amazing. If nothing else, watch the show for him because his performance is absolutely unbelievable. Um, he brings a lot of good grounding to a show that would be very all over the place. 
honestly, mm-hmm. without him. Like, he's such an anchor, and everyone else is so, like, blah, 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 like, everywhere. Everyone's being so melodramatic. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hang on a minute. Okay. I have to change my headphones, because my headphones are dying. Oh, great. Just a second. So what have you been doing this week? Well, uh, my mom got Hulu again for us. So um, I am going to make it a point to start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I know I would love it. Um, uh, Like, I just... You're going to start watching what? I'm so sorry. Oh, you're okay. Uh, I'm going to start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I know I would love (gasps) it. (laughs) Yes! Yes! And I've wanted to watch it for years. So I, I'm just, I'm going to do it. Oh, there's plenty of seasons of that, too. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be set. Yeah. Um, and mom really wants me to start watching Breaking Bad because she loves it so much. And I am, I think I'm going to try it. Like, I'm, I'm going to make myself watch at least one episode of a TV series that I've either wanted to watch or people have suggested mm-hmm. to me. I'm going to make myself watch at least one. Because I know I can do that, um, and I'm trying to take care of myself more. Um, I've gone back to, um, or I'm doing a devotional every day, um, and I am working right now on um, this Warrior Goddess training by Heather Ashamara. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I've got, um, I started it um, a couple of years ago with a group of people, and then it just kind of fizzled out and we didn't finish. So um, I'm starting again pretty much from scratch. And um, let's nice. See. Yeah, I, I'm doing. That's a lot of stuff. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing a little bit of that. Um, I'm making myself have a routine now. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm still also sticking to my cleaning routine and all of that. Oh, good. Like, that's been... Good. I'm trying to get it to where, like, I get up and I clean, and then I take Hamlet out to play, and then I lay down and take the pressure off my hips. Good. I've been going on a walk um, about every other day just around my neighborhood, and um, I've been doing that... Mm -hmm. Um, just to get my own wiggles out because I know I have them. Um, but I've, I mean, I've also been day drinking a bit (laughs) and and sweaty, (laughs) um, a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of existing. I'm trying to make the most out of my time being at home, having a little fun with it. Oh, this does remind me. Um, I think I brought this up in the crooked news that we posted last Friday, um, mm-hmm. but I did do that Patreon video reacting to my, <laughs> reacting to my PowerPoint. It's, it's so hilarious, you guys. Oh my God. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally 15 minutes of me like, oh my God, I'm going to get the worst grade ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty adorable. <laughs> if you guys need something pure. <laughs> it was very pure and the powerpoint is up with it on patreon um mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can follow along <laughs> um, nice yeah the video is negative two quality sorry i'm working on um possibly getting a stand for my camera so i can do more videos like that that aren't negative two Cute. quality 
Um, but yeah, I'm glad you watched it. <laughs> I <laughs> I think you might be the only view on it besides myself. I haven't it's gone okay. back to look. <laughs> it's okay. Don't go back and look. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's funny. Well, we hope you guys are still doing stuff. Send us your stories. Tell us how you're doing. Um, talkcricket at gmail.com, please. Yes, We'd love please. to hear from you. We hope everyone's still doing okay and is being safe. So thank you to everyone who's doing your part by either staying home or going to work in, on the front lines or whatever. Whatever it is that you're doing. Thank you to those who are listening and following procedure. Because so. the longer we fuck around, the longer we're stuck in this. So Yeah. <laughs> It's your fault we're grounded. Yes. Get us out of You're being right. grounded. We can't have nice things. <laughs> this is why we are in the timeline that God abandoned. <laughs> yeah. This right here. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. You ready to jump in? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Okay. All right. So this week is an interesting one. <laughs> So, um, so this week we are talking about <laughs> false, false tips. Tips. Not to be confused <laughs> with French tips. Yep. Or fingernails of any kind. If, <laughs> if you put that in the Google search, you're only going to get pictures of nails. <laughs> yeah, it is. True. Yeah, I had to put police in there a lot. <laughs> yeah, I um, I had to go a little bit of a different route with my researching, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of... Um, Info <laughs> on this. Um, because it's really is... hard to pin down people who have done mm-hmm. it and, like, when it has made a case go wrong. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's plenty of info on false confessions and false evidence, <laughs> etc., etc. So I am writing this entirely from my own personal knowledge of crime st- situations because there is literally nothing. There are no numbers. There's no statistics. And um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the police have absolutely no idea how many false tips they get on average because there are so many unsolved cases. Yeah. And that number just keeps on growing because and because of that caseload, they don't know which tips are real and which ones aren't until the case is solved. Mm-hmm. And... and it's if you see the caseload that they have, there's no... It's impossible. There's no way that they're ever going to all get solved mm-hmm. because of lack of funding and so many other things because our government is a bunch of funked vampires. So, <laughs> um, so, think of this... Think of solving a case as finding a needle in a haystack and then imagine that someone dumps a box of needles into the haystack... And the objective is still to find the original needle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is sometimes, yeah, like, that's what it can be like. So, and then here's where my haystack metaphor metaphor falls apart. But the problem is that we can't stop people from calling in because we don't know which random tidbit might be the last tiny detail that blows the whole thing wide open. Mm -hmm. So the police are pretty much literally stuck between a rock and a hard place. (laughs) So, um... 
this is going to be really short because, like I said, there's not a whole lot of concrete inf- information on this. But we all, any of us who have been following true crime or into true crime, know what an issue it is. It's kind of one of those unspoken things. Um, you know, because, I mean, they they do offer monetary rewards for information. I mean, Crime Stoppers is one of those things. Hot, there's different hotlines. And the problem with that, I mean, the good thing is that it encourages people, it, it offers people a, a, a chance to volunteer information yeah. who might have it, which is amazing. That's amazing. The problem, though, is that you get stuck with a lot of people who just want attention. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Your nosy next door neighbor who's a shithead <laughs> that just wants to be in everybody's business. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's always busybodies who want to, who just want to be, to act like they're involved so that they can feel seen by everybody. Um, you should get therapy. <laughs> and, um, so, like, honestly, the only thing we can really do is it's simple. Like, just don't give the police false information. <laughs> I mean, it's just really simple. Yeah, don't. If you don't actually know anything, don't fucking call. Yeah. If you think you know something, then definitely call. And if it's wrong, then that's, that's unfortunate. Fine. But at least you're not maliciously calling and giving wrong information. Mm-hmm. Or, like, being that jackass that calls CPS on people when they don't need CPS called on them. Yeah, like, it's just, it's all the same stuff. And it, it's, it's... It's a systemic issue that's, mm-hmm. you know, not as big as some, but it's still a pretty big problem because the the more they the more the police get bogged down on these false leads, the more the the more likely it is that the case won't get solved. Yeah. Because they only have a certain amount of hours that they can spend on it and they have, you know, another stack <laughs> sitting on their case that sitting on their desks that's growing. So, it's really important to make sure that you give accurate information if as accurate as you possibly can if you do have information. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you saw the person that day, tell them that you saw them and where it was and the time and what they're, you know, like, because you don't know, oh, well, he was wearing that color shoes. He was definitely wearing black shoes. Well, he, he was wearing white when he murdered this person. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know what the weird, what the weird detail will be. So, of course, if you have an actual connection... Definitely take advantage of those hotlines and things like that. If you're someone who needs attention, go fucking try out for a play. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and then it's also on the rest of us to stop people who are shitheads from being shitheads. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, that that's it? Yeah, that's literally all I've got because that's all. <laughs> that's all there is. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, great job writing. episode today. Yeah, great job writing your own <laughs> notes, though. Um, yeah, thanks. I am kind of wishing I'd left some stuff in. I was a little afraid it was going to be too long, but, um, it'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's okay. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I mean, this is, it's pretty straightforward and simple, so. Yeah. There wasn't, and again, there's not numbers, so. (laughs) There wasn't really much for me to do, and I, I mean, I would go into people who do false confessions and that, that psychology, but that's a whole different ballgame, so Mm. there's no... I'm not going to do that. <laughs> we have a whole other episode for that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what? people who call in and give false information are just dicks. So, there's not yeah. attention-sinking dicks. There's no <laughs> other. That's the psychology. Get the fuck over yourself and stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's that's a good message. I approve. Yeah. I approve this message. 
All right, well, let's take a quick break. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi, we're back. <laughs> We've returned. <laughs> I know we were gone so long. <laughs> I know, it was just... <sighs> we took a break, we swam some laps. Yeah. <laughs> we're living it up. No. I wish I had a pool. I do, that too. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but I have the next best thing. I have gummy bears and true crime. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> it is the same in my heart. It's the, That's the same as exercise. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. I'll be back. Okay. All right, so we're back for real this time. Hi, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> I, co- I coughed and peed my pants. It's That's going to be our new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I coughed and peed my pants. <laughs> the fun things no one tells you about pregnancy. You can- <laughs> yes. Welcome to Talk Crooked, where you can get drunk and pee your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I, and when your water goes down the wrong pipe, you pee. Yeah, I... Um, you cough and you pee. I don't think that I, like, pee myself, but I'm just generally damp all the time. <laughs> I, it's because it's hot. Yeah. we're all And we're all stress vag sweating, I'm sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> so much. So much vag sweat. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, it's going to be so unbelievable. You're not even going to be able to believe it. The amount of sweat coming out of your vaginas. They are vaginas. You can just grab them by the pussy. Uh, uh. I heard that story last night when I was binge watching John Oliver and I was like, I'm physically nauseous. Have, have you watched the one that he does about pageants where he talks about Trump like before yes. Trump was even in the running? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that yes. fucking crazy? Yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. Y'all. By the way, in case anyone doesn't know. He told the Miss the Miss Universe who won, who was Latin American and gorgeous. I think she was Latin American. She might have been just Latina. I don't know where she was from. She was definitely Latina though. Mm-hmm. And um, he kept talking about her gaining weight while during her reign as Miss Universe, and laughing like that was funny. <laughs> and she was like, "No, I didn't." And <laughs> you can stop talking. Yeah. Like- <laughs> What is wrong with you? You look like a pr- like an orange prune covered in cotton candy. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah. You look like something my cat ca- my cat coughed up. Who are you to be commenting on how anyone looks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ever. Exactly. <laughs> look at yourself. Look at yourself oh, in Lord. the mirror and tell me that your sunglasses line from your tanning is working for you. Mm. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't look at him. Um, but anyway, that's not who we're talking about today. No, it's definitely not. Thank goodness. <laughs> but I will I will start this off by saying I had to go a little bit of a roundabout way to do my research. Because literally nothing was coming up when I was pulling up false tips. I had heard this really cool story forever ago. Fingernail crimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there was this really Oh, cool that would be gross. There would be a lot of fungus. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Vetoing that idea right now. Yep. Um, <laughs> or we could do tooth crimes. I know how much you love teeth. 
I had a nightmare a couple of nights ago about all of my teeth falling out. I really don't want to do that. Stop it! (laughs) I haven't done it in so long. (laughs) George Washington's watching you. I know that he is. He's always watching me. (laughs) He's always watching. (laughs) His teeth are always watching you. (laughs) His mechanical horse teeth. All right. I'm going to take off my headphones (laughs) so I don't have to hear you. (laughs) Hey, you just ruined my day by talking about gummy bears that I can't have. So, (laughs) you know, that's fair. I think we're even. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. continue before I pee myself again. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> when I was researching, I had the thought to look up red herrings. Now, oh, nice. Um, did it come up with a bunch of fish? It, it did. I'm looking at a bunch of fish right now. Um, <laughs> but I, Herring is disgusting. Yes. <laughs> um, but I did want to start off with a quick definition. And like kind of the reason why I decided to go this route. So Mm -hmm. a red herring is something that misleads or distracts from a relevant or important question. It's normally used in literature. um, If you were, if you were in any type of AP class. That's a literary term. Yes. That's a literary term. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Say what you said again. I totally talked over you. I'm sorry. If you were in any type of AP class, if you were in an upper level English class in high school, you've heard this term. Um, Or if you took English in college. Yeah. Which everybody has to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so you all know it, but you might not remember. So I wanted to give you all a little background. So um, I was looking up red herrings and true crime cases and a lot of stuff came up. A lot of really cool stuff came up. And I found this article from medium.com and it was 10 twisted red herrings exploited by killers. It went through all these killers. I have so many ideas for future episodes, and I'm really excited. excited. Yes. Speaking of, wait, I might hold it. Hang on, continue. Okay. I was gonna say, speaking of killers. Oh, uh, news happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can tell that. Okay, news happened. You guys, Mm -hmm. the I'm sure everyone who follows true crime knows this, but the Golden State Killer suspect pled guilty. It's so his he is considering is done. He's considering yes. pleading guilty. I don't think he has officially yet. I don't think oh, that. Oh, I thought it was official. I read the article. Oh, okay. I I'm pretty sure it's official. Okay. If it's not, then I'll, I mean I'll double check that. But I'm fairly certain that it's official. Okay. Um, because nobody wants to go through that court case. Mm-hmm. Uh, least of all the survivors and the victims' families. Nobody wants to go through that. No jury should be subjected to his evil. Yeah. And um, also, he looks like an ogre with dead fish eyes. So <laughs> yes. his ass, in, I mean, it's a 100% DNA match. Like, there's no way that he's going to get he's out gonna of it. Yeah. He ple- yeah, gonna win if he There's no way he's going to win if he pleads innocent. And I would rather he rot in jail than get executed, because fuck that. Yeah. He, he deserves you to do time. You sit and think about what you did. <laughs> the government at us right now. Naughty. <laughs> Yes. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> so. I do feel like we have Cornelius Fudge as our president. But anyway, continue. <laughs> Actually, I would rather have Cornelius Fudge as our president. Yeah. <laughs> so this person came up on. Actually, yeah, that's really fitting. He's just as racist and <laughs> and, and misogynist. He's a dick. Yep. 
It works. And full of himself. That that totally fits. Okay, sorry, continue. No, I was okay. kind of proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, how long can I keep it a secret? Um so this person came up <laughs> on this article and I was like, what better way to tie off this episode than to cover the Zodiac Killer? <gasps> oh shit! Mm-hmm. So, oh, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why I chose this case is... Speaking of unsolved cases, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, there were... I need to watch this movie. Me too. I've got it in my Netflix list. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we own it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in our DVD binder. <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> so, um... I chose this for a couple of reasons. One, we all know about the problem where they almost caught this guy. They could have mm-hmm. almost caught this guy, and they did not because they were given false information over the phone. Mm-hmm. And he also there was also the there's also the issue of them like not talking across state about across like district lines and mm-hmm. shit like that. It was it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't go into that as much just because it didn't, like, really... Well, yeah, I mean, that's not what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so. I didn't feel like it fit this perfectly. I think a good episode, a good one would be Ted Bundy, if we ever did. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I've already covered him, so I'd have to find someone else. But He, he did it, and um, Golden State Killer did it, and there's been plenty of them that... I mean, because they had jobs in law enforcement, and so they knew the blind spots to, to exploit, but yeah. we can talk about that in a... I'm sure we have plenty of options. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can give that its own attention. But I also picked him because apparently he sent a lot of bomb threats to hmm. keep them off his trail. And the fun thing about bomb threats is that even if they seem ridiculous, they have to investigate them. Mm-hmm. They they absolutely. absolutely have to investigate them until they can. Totally say without a shadow of a doubt that it's not going to happen. Yes. Um, so, here we go. And also, this case is still open. Um, I did try to find a line if you have any tips about the Zodiac Killer, but I found one and the website looked pretty shady, so I didn't want to mm. share that. Because <laughs> um, yeah, no. I don't know where that, that information is going. still had a hotline even... Yeah. I mean, he's probably dead at this point. It's been a long time. Yeah. Dead or, like, GSK, like, 70 or 80 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was operating in the late 60s to the early 70s, so he could mm-hmm. still be alive. Same time. Um, so, anyway. Once we hit that 100-year mark, I think we'll be, it'll be safe to say that he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the zodiac killer is the pseudonym of an unidentified american serial killer who operated in northern california from at least the late 1960s to the early 70s like i said so the zodiac (laughs) the zodiac murdered victims in benicia vallejo napa county and san francisco between december 1968 and october 1969 the killer targeted four men and three women between the ages of 16 and 29 with two of the men surviving attempted murder 
The Zodiac. Right. He was a shooter. Mm-hmm. The Zod. Right? Wasn't he a shooter? Yeah, he was a shooter. Okay. I get him confused with Son of Sam sometimes. Uh, you're good. Um. Sorry, I just got a. He was a he was a couples person. He was. We're, wasn't he? Yeah, we're gonna get yeah. into it. Okay, sorry. Um, I, can't, I couldn't remember. <laughs> the Zodiac himself claimed to have killed up to 37 victims. Uh, the killer originated the name Zodiac in a series of taunting letters and cards sent to the local Bay Area press. And I do have one of his letters, and I'm going to read it because it's so fucking funny because the grammar is so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> um, it's so <laughs> bad. And that in itself is theorized to be a red herring, I think. Yeah. Because you read it and you're like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But he's not not because he but he's not and he's also is yeah like, it's just oh he's not it's but so he is frustrating <laughs> it's so frustrating he came up with I his don't like it when s- oh good i don't like it when stupid people prevail <laughs> he came up with his own fucking alphabet um oh i know so and his own fucking nickname yeah. loser yeah <laughs> it's like don't give yourself a nickname. You find yourself going down that road, you need to stop and check your shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the BuzzFeed Unsolved has a great episode on this. He and does, they, yes. they made a huge joke out of him giving himself his own nickname. It was so good. Oh, my God. Um, He's... <laughs> Shane is my life. Okay. <laughs> Same. Oh my god! I need to rewatch those. Speaking of another thing to add to the binge list, yeah, I need to finish them. I'm almost those done. Those are quick. Um, suspects have been named by law enforcement and amateur investigators, but no conclusive evidence has surfaced. The San Francisco Police Department marked the case inactive in April 2004, but reopened it at some point prior to March 2007. The case also remains open in the city of Vallejo, as well as in Napa County and Solano County. The California Department of Justice has maintained an open case file on the Zodiac murder since 1969. Um, I didn't really get into the suspects, just because Mm -mm. I don't... I, I don't... It's not the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I it's not if I don't know who it is. I have a favorite, but I don't remember who it is. And yeah. Yeah. And it's just just like the Tylenol murders guy who like published a book on how to poison people and then they still didn't have enough evidence to get him. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I also didn't go through the suspected crimes because I don't want to give him more credit than he's due. To be fair. Yeah. And there were a lot of copycats too. Mm. Like this was kind of mishandled in the media to where like they released more information than they, like there's a reason why they don't release information about killers. Yeah. It's because then it can inspire people, certain people who are like, man, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I, I want to murder my wife, but oh man, that pesky prison thing. Like how, oh, I'll kill it. Like ki- I'll kill her like this dude and. This guy will get pinned for it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, ugh. So, they they kind of fucked it up. <laughs> they did. Media has a habit of that. Yeah. Um. All right. So, although the Zodiac claimed to have committed 37 murders, um, investigators can only agree on seven confirmed victims, two of whom survived. Right. And the weird thing about this, which I've never seen before in my times of researching murderers they give coordinates for each of these confirmed victims 
And, like, Ooh. you can click on it, and it'll, like, Google Maps down to the spot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? And, like, I was copying. Ooh, that would give me chills. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I didn't, like, click on them, because I knew exactly where it was going, and I was like, I don't know that I want to see that. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, I was trying to copy and paste this from the Wikipedia article, and Google Docs was like, what the fuck? What's happening? What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just ignore it. Um, Stop. <laughs> So, the, I'm going to go through the victims real quick. Um, the confirmed ones? Yeah, just the confirmed. I didn't want to go through any of the suspected yeah. because it's, it's also, we have an hour. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah. So, David Arthur Faraday, who was 17, and Betty Lou Jensen, who were 16, or who was 16, shot and killed on December 20th, 1968 on Lake Herman Road within the city limits of Venetia. And then we have Michael Renault Mag- Maggio. I'm very sorry sure. if I'm mispronouncing these. Um, and he was 19. And then Darlene Elizabeth Farron, who was 22. Oh, everybody's so young. Uh, mm-hmm. They were shot on July 4th, 1969 in the parking lot of Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo. Um, well... Michael survived the attack. Farron was pronounced dead on arrival at Kaiser Foundation Hospital. Hmm. Yeah, this was a guy, just to refresh people's memories, if you don't know, I'm sure you're Googling him right now, but he used to wait until people were, like, making it out in a car in a park somewhere and mm-hmm. then shoot them. He had some kind of weird thing Yeah, with couples. Um, and so much is unknown. Like, it just... And I go... We can't even get a profile on the guy. Yeah. It's just crazy. I go into it a little bit, but um, not as much as I would have liked to just because there were other things that I felt that were really relevant to what we were talking about today. To the topic. Yeah. Yeah. But if you all want me... There's so much about the Zodiac, yeah. you guys. <laughs> I copied and pasted the whole Wikipedia article just to see, and it was mm-hmm. 13 pages. Yeah, see, it's insane. Um, there's so... And there's also... There's a great My Favorite Murder episode about mm-hmm. him. There's a great episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, if you want something quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they've done him on, on That's Why We Drink. I mean, like, the, I'm sure you can find the true crime uh, last podcast on the left. Like, I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many if you want deep dives into this dude. And if <laughs> and if you want me to do another episode on him, we can do that. Um, you just Absolutely. have to let us know. And um, yep. let us know when. So... We've got Brian Calvin Hartnell, who was 20, and Cecilia Ann Shepard, who was 22. They were stabbed on September 27th, 1969 hmm. at Lake Berryessa in Napa County. That's just what we were talking about. You can't get an M.O. Because he different. doesn't really have one. Yeah. Um, and we get into that a little bit more later, too. So Hartnell survived eight stab wounds to the back, but Shepard died as a result of her injuries on September 29th, 1969. Um, wow. And then we have Paul Lee Stein, who was 29, who was shot and killed on October 11th, 1969 in the Presidio Heights neighborhood in San Francisco. Um, And I do want to point out at this moment real quick, um, because we're going to go into communication from him. But he had a really weird habit of calling the police right after he did something. Like he'd call them from a fucking payphone and say, hey, I just murdered two people. Yep. And then just leave. Um, yep. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really fucking crazy. Um, but anyway, so now we're on to letters from the Zodiac. <sighs> these are, these are a trip. Um, so on August 1st, 1969, three letters prepared by the killer were received at the Vallejo Times Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. The nearly identical letters, subsequently described by a psychiatrist to have been written by someone you would expect to be brooding and isolated, took credit for the shootings at Lake Herman Road and Blue Rock Springs. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Each letter also included one-third of a 408-symbol cryptogram, which the killer claimed contained his identity. The killer demanded that they be printed on each paper's front page, or he would uh, cruise, they couldn't figure out what the next word was, around all weekend long, all weekend lone, all weekend killing lone people in the night. He can't write, or he's pretending to not be able to write. I'm struggling so hard. <laughs> For real. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me try again. Cruise around all weekend, killing lone people in the night, then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. Um, and this, these are one of his letters. I like kill. Yeah, it's, it's unintelligible. <laughs> Imagine that, and none of this is spelled correctly, and that um, there is no punctuation. And I'm just going to get into it. Yeah. I. Just dive in. I wish we had. (laughs) I wish we had background music for this. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is they. When I die, I will be reborn in paradise and the I have killed will... (laughs) Become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slowly down or atop my collectoig of slaves for my afterlife. E B E O R I E T E M E T H H P I T I. Ooh. Yeah. I figured that we could. We could just dissect that for a second. <laughs> the meaning of it. In- <laughs> and it's not the proper your. No, of course it's not the proper your. He said slowly instead of slow. Uh, or a top. Paradise. <laughs> We should put it. I didn't even have my microphone in my mouth that whole time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm sorry, everyone. God, we. Should. I just like <laughs> I dropped it down into my lap because I was in awe of the nonsense. We should put a recording of me saying that on Patreon for our pra- our yes. Patreon listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> The meaning, if any, of the final 18 letters has not been determined. I don't think there was anything. I just think he was doodling. <laughs> like, 
He's, yeah. He, well, and this is one of the things, this is one of the debates, is that, like, so was he, is he actually this crazy and weird and stupid? Or is it a reverse psychology thing where he's trying to throw you off so you're looking for someone who's absolutely deranged and crazy and stupid when actually he's actually, you know, a genius or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's such a mind fuck. <laughs> It is. It is. And if you look at that shit, you're like, there's no way he did it. He's not smart like, enough. A human being did not fucking write this. <laughs> this person is not functioning in society as a person who thinks he can spell and cannot read or no. write. Well, I mean, we do have Yelp. Proof which proofreads, Which proves that's a little bit wrong there. <laughs> right. But, st- but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, what... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't, I can't. But the, <laughs> I can't spend time in that dude's head. The amount of joy I just got from reading that. I was like, what yeah, the actual fuck? Just, uh, <sighs> every nerve in my body just cringed. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know. But it just, it <coughs> makes my life to see stuff like that. I just, I think it's so funny. Um, You just have to laugh or you'll cry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We can all just cry together. (laughs) The Chronicle published its third of the cryptogram on page four of the next day's edition. An article printed alongside the code quoted Vallejo Police Chief Jack E. Stiltz as saying, we are not satisfied that the letter was written by the murderer and requested the writer send a second letter with more facts to prove his identity. The threatened murders did not happen, and all three parts were eventually published. Mm. (coughs) Mm. Yeah. On August 7th, 1969, another letter was received at the San Francisco Examiner with the salutation, Dear Editor, this is the Zodiac speaking. Surprisingly, there's still no punctuation, but he spelled everything right that time, and there was some capitalization in there, so... See what I'm saying? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is this was the first time the killer had used this name for identification. The letter was a response to Chief Stiltz's request for more details that would prove he had killed Faraday, Jensen, and Farron. In it, the Zodiac included details about the murders, which had not yet been released to the public, as well as a message to the police that when they crack his code, they will have me. Oh my god. Yeah, so we've got a fucking nerd. See, okay. I really enjoy this case, yeah. but I'd also get so annoyed by him mm-hmm. because he's such a dork. Yeah. Like, I just... <laughs> it's fucking... Insufferable. D- fucking nerd. He's such a nerd. <laughs> oh. I can't. He gives all of us a bad name. He does. He's the worst kind of nerd. <laughs> he's the anti... Um, Oh, what's his name? The guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. He's the anti-him. Tolkien. He's the anti-Tolkien. Yeah. He's he definitely a wannabe. <laughs> Ugh. Um, as you can tell, I'm not a huge like, fan of Lord of the like Rings, um, but I get pre- some references. Hey. <laughs> you back off. I, I try. It's not anything against it. I just, I can't. I love The Hobbit. I, I love The Hobbit, but I cannot just sit through the Just watch the others. movies. Don't read the books. He, I don't I don't like Tolkien's writing style, but I do like his world. Yeah. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. And there's p- some pretty boys in it. <laughs> some pretty boys, some pretty elves. <laughs> yep. Some very pretty elves. 
Um, and Christopher Lee's in it, man. <laughs> Just killing it. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, on August... <laughs> That's my whole reaction <laughs> to this entire reaction. case. At the every time I li- I'm like, get so excited, and then we get into details, and I'm just like, ugh, that's right, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, ugh. All right. So on August eighth, nineteen sixty nine, Donald and Betty Hardin of Salinas, California, cracked the four hundred eight symbol cryptogram. Also, Betty is spelled B E T T Y E, and I love that. Um. It contained a misspelled message hmm. in which the killer said he was collecting slaves for the afterlife. No name appears in the Dakota text, and the killer said that he would not give away his identity because it would slow down or stop his slave collection, as he so eloquently Ugh. put it in his letter. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, like, is it just me or does that all just scream weird middle-aged white dude? It does. It very much does. I might be biased. Good God. It's like someone trying to blame it on the Taliban. Yeah. Or something, but being terrible at everything. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Okay, so the Presidio Heights attack was really important to this case. Uh, and this was Paul Stein's death. So on October 11th, 1969, a white male passenger entered the cab driven by Paul Stein at the intersection of Mason and Greary Streets in San Francisco, requesting to be taken to Washington and Maple Streets in Presidio Heights. For reasons unknown, uh, Stein drove one block past Maple to Cherry Street. The passenger then shot Stein once in the head with a 9mm, took Stein's mm-hmm. wallet and car keys, and tore away a section of Stein's bloodstained shirt tail. This passenger was observed by three teenagers across the street at 9.55 p.m. who called the police while the crime was in progress. They observed a man wiping the cab down before walking away towards the Presidio, uh, one block to the north. Two blocks from the crime scene, patrol officer Don Folk, uh, I think his name is, um, and Eric Zelms, responding to the call, observed a white man walking along the sidewalk east on Jackson Street and stepping onto a stairway leading up to the front yard of one of the homes in the north side of the street. They only saw him for, huh. like, five to ten seconds. Ugh. Um, folk estimated the white male pedestrian to be 35 to 45 years old, five foot ten inches tall, and with a crew-cut hair, somewhat similar but slightly older than the description of the teenagers who observed the killer in and out of Stein's cab as a 25- to 30-year-old crew-cut white male at about 5 foot 8 inches. Uh, who who the fuck can get mm. all of that information just from seeing someone unless they're, they've been trained to do it? Because that's impressive. Um, yeah. Because they, I mean, they got kind of close. Um, but, like, the police radio dispatcher had, however, initially alerted officers to be on the lookout for a black suspect, because, of course, yeah. they did. Remember that? hmm <laughs> So. Remember the 60s? Yeah. Remember how racist it was? <laughs> Do we really want to go uh, back to that? No. <laughs> so, um. This was the last officially confirmed kill by the Zodiac Killer. Um, so the other red herring that I'm going to touch on, or the false tip, really, um, because it's okay. a tip from the killer. 
the first and best known of his red herrings is the infamous bomb letter of November 9th, 1969, sent to the San Francisco Chronicle by the Zodiac Killer, along with that piece of Paul Stein's shirt that he stole to prove that it was him. Um... Why and he like in the letter? He's so insufferable. He, I just can't. He is, and you guys. Um, once I get these notes up, I'm sorry. I've been a bit behind on those. Um, I will hey, get those up. We're all coping <laughs> the best we can, honey. <laughs> um, I'm quite a bit behind. I'm so sorry, y'all. But we do state our references at the top, so I mean, it's fine. Yes. Um. So if you guys go to this article. Um, you can see a picture that he sent with his letter showing, like, mm-hmm. how he was going to make this bomb attack work. And he also um, went so far as to include the recipe for the explosives and hand-drawn blueprints for the device. Um, see, that's why there's also a theory that he was the Unabomber mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But that's I, I don't buy that shit. I don't either, because I don't see him... Um, actually carrying that out because it's too impersonal um yeah that's what i'm saying ted ted krasinski was very there's it's just it's different it's so different mm -hmm. to being a bomber you're so far removed from your victims and then shooting and stabbing you're like no Mm -hmm. yep it's just it doesn't add up yep it does not there's a lot that doesn't add up about the zodiac but i mean you know Mm mm-hmm Bombing never came to fruition, no. is the thing. Yeah. Uh, despite falling outside of the M.O.s of most serial murderers, especially where intimacy is paramount, bombing is always considered a serious danger wherever and whenever threatened. It will always mm-hmm. be investigated until it can be decisively dismissed. Um, Absolutely. Several killers who weren't bombers accordingly took advantage of this to instill a public climate of fear, seize media attention, mislead investigators, or a combination of these reasons. The Zodiac Killer repeatedly threatened mass carnage in his letters in order to force their publication. And to slow them down. Yep. Definitely to slow them down. you have a finite number of officers, and you have to stop everything at that point. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's a... Oh, God. Ugh. Yep. Ugh. So, um, the Zodiac, and I'm counting his letters as false tips because a lot of them, like, some of them do have correct information and some of them just don't. Some of it's bullshit. Um, but that could also be contributed to, like, people sending in letters copycatting, but we don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. The Zodiac continued to communicate with authorities for the remainder of 1970 via letters and greeting cards to the press. In a letter postmarked April 20th, 1970, the Zodiac wrote, My name is blank, followed by a 13-character cipher. The Zodiac went on to state that he was not responsible for the recent bombing of a police station in San Francisco, um, but added that there's more glory to killing a cop than a Sid, whatever that means, because a cop can shoot back. Ugh. He sucks. He does. Like, it's... Ugh. <laughs> I hate him so much. And this is where that um, letter that I just talked about comes back. The letter included a diagram of a bomb the Zodiac claimed he would use to blow up a school bus. At the bottom of the diagram, he wrote his Zodiac symbol, because he gave himself a little symbol. It's a cross over a circle. 
Because mm-hmm. it wasn't enough to give himself his own nickname. <laughs> he also had to copy Prince. Yes. And give himself a symbol name, too. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure he did this first, right? Oh. Prince was later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he might have been the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Still just as dorky. Yeah. I don't care. Still dorky. Uh, so for this, he wrote his little symbol equals 10, SFPD equals zero. Um, Zodiac sent a greeting card postmarked April, tw- April 28th, 1970 to the Chronicle. Written on the card was, I hope you enjoy yourselves when I have my BLAST, and BLAST is in all caps, followed by the Zodiac's cross-circle signature. On the back of the I card... Hate double entendre. Right? <laughs> <laughs> On the back of the card, the Zodiac threatened to use the bus bomb soon unless the newspaper published the full details he wrote. He also wanted to start seeing people wearing some nice Zodiac buttons. And that is misspelled. (laughs) (sighs) And a letter postmarked June 26th. He's just tiring. Yeah, he is. He's just like, look at me. Look at me. (laughs) Look at what I'm doing. Look at me. It's that attention-seeking part of being a serial killer i guess Ugh. um in a letter post march june 26 1970 the zodiac stated that he was upset that he did not see people wearing zodiac buttons he wrote i shot a man sitting in a parked car with a 38 the zodiac was possibly referring to the murder of sergeant richard radich a week earlier on june 19th at 5:25 a.m mm-hmm. Ra- radich that's i had a problem trying to say that great name it is it's beautiful um (laughs) was writing a parking ticket in his squad car when an assailant shot him in the head with a 38 caliber pistol he died 15 hours later sfpd denies the zodiac was involved in this murder and it remains unsolved um Included with the letter was a Phillips 66 roadmap of the San Francisco Bay Area. On the image of Mount Diablo, the Zodiac had drawn a cross circle similar to the ones he had included in previous correspondence. At the top of the cross circle, he placed a zero and then a three, six, and a nine. The accompanying instructions stated that the zero was to be set to mag in. The letter also included a 32-letter cipher that the killer claimed would, in conjunction with the code, lead to the location of a bomb he had buried to set off and set to go off in the fall. The cipher was never decoded, and the alleged bomb was never located. The killer signed the note. Because it's not a real cipher. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's nonsense, exactly. Um, the co- it's something to keep you busy and stop you from looking for him. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And the killer signed the note with his little symbol equals 12, SFPD equals zero. In a letter to the Chronicle postmarked July 24th, 1970, the Zodiac took credit for Kathleen Johnson's abduction four months after the incident. In a July 26th letter, because he just cannot stop writing letters, uh, the Zodiac paraphrased a song. He just can't <laughs> help himself. He cannot. Look at me. Don't look at me. No, look at me. Don't look at me. No, no, look at me. Don't look at me. Ugh. Pause for a second. Did I tell you about the 12-page letter my grandmother hand wrote me? No. She wrote, well, she wrote it for my mom and I. Hand wrote a 12-page letter. And instead of just having someone go and copy it, she hand wrote it two more times to send to my aunt and to send to someone else she was pissed off at. 
Um, wow. Just so everyone could see what she was saying to my mother and I. Cool. And wrote a 12-page letter because she was pissed. How petty is that? <laughs> like, I-, <laughs> I mean, why aren't any of us surprised, though? None of us are. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Everyone's just like, mm, okay. <laughs> but I... F- like I fucking get it honest. I I would not go that far, but I have been quite petty in the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, whatever. She's the queen, though. Yeah, she is absolutely the queen. I'll let her have that. Oh, God, I can't. I'll never get over that. <laughs> and it, it was front and back. Twelve pages, front and back. That's insane. So, so 24 pages. 24 pages that she wrote three times. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, that just reminded me of this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of nonsensical, <laughs> stupid letters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a July 26, 1970 letter, the Zodiac paraphrased a song from the Mikado, adding his own lyrics about making a little list of the ways he planned to torture his slaves and parodies. The letter was <laughs> signed with a large <laughs> exaggerated cross circle symbol and a new score. The Zodiac equals 13. Mm. SFPD equals zero. Oh, do you? <laughs> A final note at the bottom of the letter stated, P.S. The Mount Diablo code concerns radians plus hashtag inches among the, along the radians. Um, in 1981, a close examination of the radian hint by Zodiac researcher Gareth Penn led to the discovery that a radian angle, when placed over the map per Zodiac's instructions, pointed to the locations of two z- Zodiac attacks. Um... On October 7th, 1970, that's probably why they did the, um, the fucking, oh, the fucking, huh? The, they did the fucking, (laughs) uh, they did the, (laughs) shit, the coordinates. Wow. The coordinates. The coordinates, yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they did the coordinates. I'm drunk, I'm sorry. Um, on October 6th. You should be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on October 7th, 1970, the Chronicle received a 3x5-inch card signed by the Zodiac with the Zodiac symbol and a small cross reportedly drawn with blood. The card's message was formed by pasting words and letters from an edition of the Chronicle, and 13 holes were punched across the card. Inspectors Armstrong and Toshi agree that it was highly probable that the card came from the Zodiac. Um, mm. So we're going to get a little personal here. Um... On October 27, 1970, the Chronicle reporter Paul Avery, who had been covering the Zodiac case, received a Halloween card signed with the letter Z and the Zodiac's cross circle symbol. Handwritten on the card was the note Peekaboo, you are doomed. The threat was taken seriously oh and received a front page what? story on the Chronicle. I didn't think it was possible to be even more annoyed by this man. <laughs> oh, but. But what the fuck? Like, yeah. Ugh. Stop saying things like that. Don't say peekaboo. You're not allowed to say Ew. peekaboo. No. What do what does he mean when he says words? Oh. I can't. I have the best words. 
Uh, soon. I know all. I know all the words. I have the best words. <laughs> he says it just like that too. It's awful. Yeah. Blech. Um. Soon after receiving this letter, Avery received an anonymous letter alerting him to the similarities between the Zodiac's activities and the unsolved murder of Sherry Jo Bates, which had occurred four years earlier at the City College in Riverside in the greater Los Angeles area, more than 400 miles south of San Francisco. He reported his findings in the Chronicle on November 16th, 1970. Um, <sighs> after the Pines card, the Zodiac remained silent for nearly three years. The Chronicle then received a letter from the Zodiac postmarked January 29th, 1974, praising The Exorcist as the best satirical comedy, which is not spelled correctly at all, that I have ever seen. The letter included a snippet of verse from the Mikado and an unusual symbol at the bottom that has remained unexplained by researchers. Zodiac concluded the letter with a new score. Me equals 37. SFPD equals zero. Oh, now we have a scorecard and it's fake. <laughs> and that is the case of the Zodiac killer and his letters and false tips to the police. <coughs> And his stupidity. Yep. I just covered the wrong microphone when I coughed. Oh. <laughs> nice. Pregnancy brain is real, you guys. I'm really <laughs> actually... I'm feeling very blessed that I can pregnancy brain all over my house instead of having to be in front of my coworkers right now. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> Ugh. You poor thing. I'm so sorry. You're so uncomfortable all the time. It's bad. Oh, also, oh, Kentucky God. just... My friend told me that she forgot her own birthday when she was pregnant. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, like, she just started crying, and her husband came in and was like, what's the matter? And she was like, I don't know what my birthday is. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> also, uh, Kentucky just got the additional $600 that we're going to be getting, and we'll start payments tomorrow. Good. Yay! Yeah, that was the case of the then Zodiac. Other good news, other blessings. Yeah. Um, oh, we're just gonna forget about the Zodiac again because that's what we do. We we remember him, and then we go, "Ugh, this guy's a dork," and then we forget about him again because he's not worth thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then we forget, <laughs> and then we just say, "You know what? Fuck you! I won't look at you. Stop begging for my attention." <laughs> look at me me equals 37 <laughs> oh my god he could just be saying his age like that's the thing he's just such a nonsensical twit i can't i really just want to read his letter again i can't get over it i can't do it i can't do it don't read it again don't put me through that. <laughs> Everyone can go read them on their own. <laughs> the internet exists. Or they can listen to me say it again. I'm probably going to or listen to myself. Or they can just rewind, yes. <laughs> just rewind. I want to name the oh, episode the gracious. nonsensical 18 letters that he put at the end. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> People will be like, what the fuck happened? Did she key smash? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right, the let me get her. Cards. Okay.
All right. All right. I'm so ready. All right. It's time for a game. So, hang on. Let me send Kay her card. Oh, Lord. This isn't a shtick. I truly am forgetting every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be on top of it. Oh, hey, oh, will you send it through Instagram? Oh, no, Instagram. never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, for some reason, sometimes my um, Facebook Messenger decides it's just going to say send a photo, period, instead of showing me the actual photo. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's good times. Yeah. But it didn't now. All right. So. Yay, it worked. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this is our game called um, If You Had To by Drunk Stoned or Stupid. So I think it's your turn to go first. Yeah, I think so. Um, If you had to, would you get married to a depressed capybara, which is the world's largest rodent? Oh, no. They're really cute. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he would be sad. I'm sad. Poor baby. (laughs) Oh, um, or would you have a shaman as your only doctor? Have a shaman as my only doctor. Yeah, I would probably pick that too. <laughs> because I know how sad I am when my dog is sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want you to be happy. Am I not enough for you? <laughs> Me and my dog every day. <laughs> Guys, my dog is unfucking believable. I just have to say. She doesn't know. Have you ever seen a capybara, though? Yeah, I have. They're really cute. They're so cute. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, continue your dog story. It's okay. But she, like, <laughs> she doesn't know what to do with both me and my mom being home all the time. And yeah, neither does Hammy. <laughs> and she, um, my mom is working in the laundry room right now, and I do all my work in my room, because that's where my desk is. And mm-hmm. if she's with my mom, she's crying to be with me. If she's with me, she's crying to be with my mom. If she's not mm-hmm. crying to be with either one of us, she makes a mess of her water bowl, makes me clean it, and then walks away from it after I've cleaned it and put in fresh water. Or she wants to go out 30 times. Or she's such a brat. Oh she my wants God. to sit on my pillow and cry. <laughs> and like, I don't know what to do for her. I don't know what to do to make it better. Like, <laughs> she's blind, right? She's, or is she deaf? She's going deaf. Oh, okay. I was like, you could... I guess you could try to play with her, but she can't see, but she can't see. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> she really likes playing, but she'll only play for like a couple of seconds. And right. then that'll be it. Yeah. My dog will just sit there and stare at me. He doesn't know what to do with either, with both of us home either. He's just like, you're home. We should play, but I'm tired, but you should play. But you but should play. No, I, <laughs> but I need to eat my breakfast, but I don't want to because we should be playing. And yeah, it's just, oh God. He's so overwhelmed. Oh, buddy. He's been so cuddly, though. Aww. My sweet boy. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're finding some nice ways, some silver linings, and some good ways to cope. Um, definitely reach out. I mean, we're all here to support each other. So if you're in need, definitely there are d- different channels that you can go through to get help. Mm-hmm. Um, there's hotlines you can call. There's um, places that are donating food. I mean, just make sure that you're doing... May, don't let pride get in the way right now. There's no time for that here. Like, absolutely, <laughs> this is the time for us all to be kind to each other and and be helpful. So, if you have the means, donate to local businesses, buy gift cards to restaurants. Um, you know, 
su- support your local restaurants if you can, if it's safe for you to do so. Um, you know, and I mean, I just bought a shirt to support one of our favorite podcasts. Um, I think half the half the proceeds go to a charity that's helping people through this crisis and just try to take in as much positive info as you can. Yeah. Try to stay away from the news. You know, small doses. We don't need to overdose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Distractors. I think distractions is the main <laughs> is the main calling here. Um John Krasinski has a great YouTube channel that he just started called Some Good News. So head on over, watch some good news. They're like five or ten minutes long. It's a great way to start your day. Yeah. So positivity. You have anything else you want to plug? Um Oh God. I've been listening to a lot of Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Yes. Um, I'm binging through it. because um, it's just They're doing a lot of bonus episodes right now too, yeah. by the way, for quarantine. They are, and it's been really fun and it's not mm-hmm. as taxing to listen to as everything else. Um I, like I still go on some social media like a little bit just to like get my daily dose of memes. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Your daily Tiger King meme. Yeah, my daily Tiger King meme. You got to hear about why Carol Baskins is a bitch. Yeah, I, I got to get my... <laughs> it's Carol fucking Baskins. Um, yep. I got to get that out for the day. <laughs> um, I And, yeah, I mean that. And I don't know. I think that's about all really... Oh, um, no. Corpse Husband. We're all... I was going to say, we're all watching an unhealthy amount of television. <laughs> Corpse Husband is releasing, or has released music, and it's incredible. It is, nice. um, it's rap music mixed with, um, rap music meets alternative, um, rock, rock yeah, and it's... <laughs> incredible words are hard after you just spewed nonsense for yes. 45 minutes yes they are <laughs> god um but oh goodness he's got a song called uh wine on my white t-shirt and i love nice. it i mean he's he's doing good that sounds things. awesome yeah also of course head over and check out our friend's book blog the lexington bookie find some stuff for you to read now's the time to do it y'all mm-hmm. if you ever you wanted to get bogged down in a book i'm almost finished with one i haven't fully read a physical book in years <laughs> i'm really proud of myself Good. so not since harry potter and the cursed child came out so <laughs> you need to read the books that i brought to you i know they're sitting here i'm so excited to see what you in think my stack about them yep <laughs> we'll, we'll see um <laughs> yep. all right you guys thank you s- yep <laughs> all right you guys thank you so much for listening we love you so much please stay safe and smart and remember you are not a monster bye guys bye guys thank you for listening to talk crooked music is by gizla Niebach. check out our website talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids as well as resources to get involved To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. 
You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.